Welcome back to another episode of the What We're Watching podcast. I'm Megan. And I'm Jenny. And today we have a very special episode for you. We're going to talk about 2023, what we loved, what we didn't love, and 2024 predictions. I'm so excited. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> it's been a year. It really has. Mm-hmm. In many ways, it has felt like 10 years, I think. I completely agree. I've never had a longer year. <laughs> Except for maybe COVID, I guess. I feel like we both went through some health things. Mm -hmm. And I got married this year. We've been through some job things. We started this podcast. So personally, it's been a hell of a year. And I feel like there's been a lot happening in just the pop culture, TV, film, zeitgeist, obviously with the strike, just so many things. I think it's nice to have like a little break from the hard stuff and focus on the fun pop culture stuff because I think we all need that right now. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's why we like it. It's like such a nice break from the day to day, you know? Yeah. Do you have favorite pop culture moments of this year? Let's start with 2023, obviously, and then we'll get into kind of what we think is coming. But what have been some of your favorite moments? Obviously the Eras tour. Yes. I feel like we could have an entire episode on Taylor Swift again. <laughs> like know. We've already had one. <laughs> <laughs> but the Eras tour was just amazing, wonderful. This year was for the girls. We talk about this a lot. Mm -hmm. Loved it. And that was right around the time that we started the podcast. Like we kicked it off with the Barbie movie this summer. I think it was this summer, which is crazy. We've been doing this for, has it been almost six months? It was August. Yeah. So yeah, in January. And that was right after we both saw Taylor Swift in concert. I went to the Denver show. Jenny went to the LA show. And... Yeah. So that's just like that like little time period holds a very special place in my heart. And also you getting married was so big. I feel like that was not related to Taylor Swift, but she was in Atlanta at the same time that we were all in Atlanta for your wedding. It was a year for the girls for us too. You know, I don't know. Mm -hmm. No, totally. Yes. Yeah. We we did my bachelorette trip in January. We went to Disney World with all my best friends. It was so fun. And then I got married. We both got dogs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like very close together girls little puppies mine is barking right now <laughs> <laughs> okay back on track though we had the heiress tour we had the renaissance tour yes. we had the barbie movie slash barbenheimer which was wild and i was just so glad that people were going back to the movies this is the first year i know that covid is not over but This is the first year that it's felt normal Mm -hmm. for a lot of us. And it was so nice to have people going back to the movies. And I love going to the movies in theaters. Me too. There's just something special about it. Mm -hmm. Jenny and I are AMC A-listers. It is one of our main personality traits. And we (laughs) do go to the movies in person and see most movies. So like to see everybody excited to go to the movie was so fun. It was. Okay, we also had some serious relationship milestones happen this year. Most notably, Taylor Swift. Here we go. We've just been talking about her already. <laughs> We're going to keep going. She's woman of the year, of course. She is. She is. Her and Joe broke up. Her and Maddie got together. Hated that. Hated that. I could, <laughs> first of all, I could not believe her and Joe broke up. I didn't think it would ever happen. I remember where I was when I found out. <laughs> And then her and Maddie together hated it. And now her and Travis, which I love. How do you feel about her and Travis? I'm obsessed. Yeah. I didn't think I would ever care about a celebrity relationship this much, but I do. 
I do. They are so cute together and they seem so nice and he seems so proud of her and like his ego isn't affected by her in any way. Mm -hmm. She needs that. And she's not scared to show off their relationship in public, which she was with Joe. So Mm -hmm. it makes me so happy to be getting content from them, like just them out in public and not exactly like you said, just not being afraid to be together publicly. It's so nice. Mm hmm. We also had the iconic Joe Jonas, Sophie Turner breakup. Oof. I think you know a lot more about that than I do, but it was just like all over the internet. I know. Okay. Favorite movie of the year. You go first. Okay. I have a couple. Obviously, Barbie goes without saying. (laughs) Also, Air. Did you see the movie Air? No. What is that? It is about the story of Nike creating the Nike Air shoes with Michael Jordan. Okay. Is that right? Am I saying Wait, that? I think so. I think so. <laughs> like, is it Nike and is it Michael Jordan? Anyway, the movie stars Jason Bateman, our favorite, and it is so good. It is so aesthetic and so, like, retro feeling. It's perfectly done. I love, love, love that movie. You guys need to see it. I think it's out on streaming now. You said Jason Bateman, and I immediately remembered what movie you're talking about. I do want to see that. Yeah, you would really like it. And it's not like I'm not a sports girl. Okay, (laughs) it does not feel like a sports movie. It feels like basically Nike was not doing well and they like needed to turn it around. And Jason Bateman leads their sports sponsorships. And he had the idea to sign this rookie that he thought was gonna be really good and blow their entire sponsorship budget on him. And he had to convince the whole company to go for it. And it also includes him going to Michael Jordan's mom, played by Viola Davis, to get her on board. And it's just it's so good. I also loved Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. (laughs) I'm a Marvel girly. I love the Marvel movies. I didn't see that one. It's really good. I love all the Ant-Mans because they're so funny. It gives Guardians of the Galaxy type vibes, like not serious superhero, but like very funny. Anyway, it was really good. Paul Rudd is just amazing. We've said it before. We'll say it again. We love him. Love him. Okay, how about you? My movie of the year was definitely The Hunger Games. Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. It was so good. I cannot wait until you see it so we can talk about it together. I'm obsessed. And I'm excited. Brian and I are listening to the audiobook right now. So as soon as I'm done, I'm going to watch it. I bet the audiobook is good. And then my second favorite movie is still the Dungeons and Dragons movie. <laughs> I knew you were going to say <laughs> I know that's crazy. I don't, I don't know why. It just was so good to me. And I only watched it once. And I don't know if I really have a desire to see it again. So maybe it isn't my favorite movie and maybe I've just been like holding on to that all year. Like that was the best movie. But yeah, those are my top two. I heard that was really good, though. I haven't seen it, but I heard it was really good. I love Chris Pine. He was my celebrity crush as a child, so I need to watch it. There's your Princess Diaries 2 girly coming out. (laughs) I know, I know. (laughs) How about the pod? What was your favorite thing we talked about on the pod? Well, I just mentioned it. The Princess Diaries. Mm. I did not know how much I love that movie, but it's good every time I watch it. It doesn't matter how many times. It really holds up. Yeah. Yeah. That was one of my favorites that we recapped. And then Twilight was so much fun. I hadn't watched it in so long and then watching it and then kind of destroying it with you. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It was the best. Oh, it was good. I really liked all of the seasonal ones we did. Like it Mm -hmm. got me so in the mood. And I've said this before, but in my mission to eventize my life, watching all these seasonal movies helps so much. It makes me so much more excited for the season. 
So I loved all the Halloween ones we did, specifically Hocus Pocus. Yes. Because I knew nothing about that movie before. So that was really cool. Also Elf. I love Elf. So that was fun. And then I loved doing Jennifer's Body with Shannon because we got to have Shannon from Fluently Forward come on. And that was really fun. It was so much fun. And I'm so glad we did that with her. That is one of my favorite episodes, too, for sure, because it was so funny. And when my boyfriend Robert listened back to it, he was laughing the entire time. (laughs) I was like, why don't you laugh like that when you listen to just me and Megan? (laughs) It's because Shannon is hilarious. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) So she has a new fan and that is Robert. Oh, yeah, it was good. Oh, my gosh. Also, I skipped this. We didn't talk about our favorite shows this year. Oh, yeah. What were your favorite shows? I loved White Lotus. That was this year, right? Season two? I think so. I think it was. Yeah. I hope it was. Anyway, I was like research as I was like thinking about all my favorites. Half of them I looked up and they were in 2022. And I was like, oh, oof. one of them I looked <laughs> up and it was like January 2022. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm so off. But White Lotus season two and then also Beef. Did you ever see Beef? Yeah, I did. That was good. So good. I hope they do a season two. Brian and I watched that on our honeymoon. That was like our, we would come back every night to the hotel room and watch an episode of Beef. That is the funniest thing I've ever heard. Because it is not, for those who haven't seen it, it's about two people who have beef and it's very violent and like Mm. unhinged and it is not honeymoon material. No, it's very unhinged, but it's a really good show. I love that. That's funny. What were your favorite shows of the year? My favorite show, hands down, was The Last of Us. Yeah. Which I completely forgot that was this year. It feels so long ago. Because I think it was like January when it started coming out. Was it? So it was really the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. I think it was like January to March or something like that. Mm. Or maybe the finale was in January. Don't remember. But I just loved that show. I thought it was so good. I cannot wait for season two. I'm definitely going to have to rewatch it before then. Mm-hmm. And then my other favorite show, I looked it up and found out this was 2022, but I was late to the game. Severance. Have you seen that show? Mm, I saw part of the first season and I remember really liking it. And then I think we canceled our subscription to whatever it's on and I just haven't got back into it. It's definitely one of my top shows like ever. So yeah, I love it. Highly recommend. Cool. I'll have to get back into it. So yeah, 2023 was a really busy year. Yeah, I would love to know what your guys' favorite shows, movies, celebs of the year were. Maybe we'll do a poll on our Instagram, so go over there. Yeah, because I'm sure we missed a whole bunch. Before we get into our 2024 predictions, I do want to talk a little bit about New Year's. Because I don't know about you, but I am a huge New Year's girl. I think it's one of my favorite holidays. I'm obsessed. I'm a freak about it. And I have <laughs> never met anyone who's like this. <laughs> Why? Do you just like the new, like it's, like it's a fresh start? Yes. And I know there's like the argument that like, oh, it's just another day. It doesn't really matter. But no, I'm the person who I love Mondays. I love the fresh start of every new week. I love the first of every month because it's a new start. I love when the first of the month is on a Monday <laughs> and New Year's is on a Monday this year. And yeah, I don't know. I'm just like a really big productivity goal nerd. Yeah, you're a big planner girl. I am. Yeah. Do you always set, I'm guessing you do, you always set resolutions? Yes, every year. Do I reach them every year? Absolutely not. (laughs) Still trying to figure that one out. But That's not the point. The point is to start it, I think. It's just fun. I don't know what it is. It's like everyone is in that mindset too of like, 
growing and like mm-hmm. starting new things. And I just I love that energy. I feel it from everyone. Yeah, I agree. It does feel like a collective. We're going to do better this year. And that's nice. I like the vibe of it. Do you have resolutions for this year or for 2024? I do. But I haven't like fully figured them out yet. But this is my planning month. This is my prep mm. month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know I'm insane. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think a lot of people feel like that. I used to feel like that. I used to love like setting resolutions. And then I think as I have gotten a little bit older in the last few years, I am doing a lot of work, especially with my therapist, to be present. And I think I get really carried away <laughs> when it comes to goal setting. <laughs> And like, I will make huge lists of so many things that I want to get done. And it just kind of, I don't know, that just like feels kind of old to me now. And so I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do this year. I, I definitely want to have a couple big ones, but I'm going to try to reel it back. Yeah. I think narrowing it down is always good or just like having a theme for the year, like one kind of word that guides it. I don't know. I'm just a nerd about it. I like that. <laughs> no, I like that. I thought about speaking of themes. I was thinking about this last week because I do have one really big project that I want to do. However, I think my theme might just be like self-care. I love that. Thanks. Like we just, I mean, we talked about this. I had a really big year this year and a lot happened, like not just getting married, but then also just like health stuff. I just like, it was a big year. And I like the idea of like intentionally next year, just slowing down but then like getting into a routine that feels really good because I think I'm always like pushing to do more pushing to add something to the list and just like finding a routine that is like feels healthy and good I think is going to be the goal I think I'm going to need to do that too because similarly I pushed myself too hard and then got sick so (laughs) (laughs) I love it when you like look up like the cause of something and it says stress Mm -hmm. and you're like oh cool they just called me out (laughs) did this to myself love that (laughs) anyway the one big new year's resolution from last year that i set i don't even call them new year's resolutions but it like 2023 goals was to start a podcast with you yay and here we are i know because guys we've been talking about doing it for two years before we actually started it Mm -hmm. so this is big I agree. I was going to say that. I think that was on my list for multiple years. Mm -hmm. And here we are. It feels so natural now. It's just like part of our routine. I love it. Me too. I think partially because this is just what we did anyway. (laughs) (laughs) We were always watching things and talking about it. So I love that we have an outlet. And now we can actually dedicate a full hour to it. And Mm -hmm. no one's going to be like, okay, can we like move on from this (laughs) conversation? (laughs) Yeah, I know. I love that. Although I I have one... um, What's the thing that happens at work when they feedback? Is that feedback when they tell you you need to change stuff? Yeah, the performance review. (laughs) Yes, I have a performance review for New Year's resolutions as a whole. Okay. (laughs) Which is that I am so tired of the, I want to lose weight this year. I want to look this way this year. I want to, I think it gets disguised as health. And I'm fully aware that I just said that I want to work on a healthy routine. But like, I'm sick of that shit. I hate it. I hate all of the gym membership discounts and supplements and it's just like anyway so if you feel overwhelmed by that I just want to say like it's okay you're not the only one hear it from us first you don't your goal doesn't need to be to lose 15 pounds this year appearance-based goals are out yeah (laughs) they're out but like goals that are about how you feel 
those are in. In. Okay, 2024. I'm so excited. I know, me too. On to bigger and better things. I love that my first note in our outline is who's going to get canceled this year. Starting it off on a positive note. <laughs> okay, well, it's important to know. Okay, it's going to be a big part of pop culture, I think. Um, do you have any thoughts on the cancellations coming in the new year? No, you kick it off. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to start off with one that I've said multiple times on this podcast, which is Taylor Swift. So sorry. I love her, obviously. I just feel like she's, this is not even a new sentiment. I feel like a lot of the pop culture girlies are saying it. She's just everywhere. And like the fact that she's renting her Eras movie for $20, like we had the jet situation last year. And then I think it's going to be something along the lines of like her capitalisticness. Like girly is, uh, I mean, she is like Target now she has like a corporation that's like printing money which as she should she's very popular but like I can see it kind of starting to get get on people's nerves combined with the fact that she's so exposed right now that I just it just makes me nervous I hope it doesn't happen because I love hearing from her but I just wouldn't be surprised if we get some blowback yeah I hope that it's not like she's canceled I kind of see it more being like people get tired of hearing about her all the time especially mm-hmm. people who are, like, not current fans. Mm-hmm. I think her fans are always going to be her fans, though. You know what I mean? Definitely. I'm actually, let me rephrase. I hope that she gets peer pressured out of the constant merch drops and, like I said, renting her movie for so much. I feel like every other week we're getting a new merch drop or a new single that you have to buy a new CD for or a new color something that is available for a limited time. And I kind of hope she gets peer pressured out of that. Not canceled, but the way that she got peer pressured into breaking up with Maddie Healy, I kind of hope she gets peer pressured into cutting out all the excess merch sales. That's kind of like where I hope that goes. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. And I really like that you brought up the Eras tour movie rentals because it's like, who is going to pay that much money to rent it for just three days or two days, however long you get it? Yeah. I don't like that. I know. I saw a TikTok the other day. I think it was at Brian Licious. I don't know if you follow him, but he's so funny. He always has like hilarious takes on Taylor Swift. And he had a a video about this just being like, it feels almost like an, this is a strong word, but like an abuse of the relationship that she has with her fans to charge that much because you know that they'll pay it Mm -hmm. just to rent it and not even to buy it. Just like kind of sucks. So I know it's not just her. I know it's like, you know, there's a team involved. There's a studio involved. There's a lot of hands on that, but um, I could do with a little less uh, promotion. Give me all the Travis. Give me all the dinners with Blake Lively. But like, I don't need all of the, the merch promoting, you know? Yeah, agree. I don't know. I hate to say it, but I think that everyone, not everyone, but like society as a whole likes to turn on really powerful women when they're at the top. And I've been seeing it happen a little bit with Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. And so I just like wouldn't be surprised if you're onto something with that as much as I don't like it. Yeah, I don't want it. I just would not be that surprised. Mm-hmm. Interesting prediction. Okay, next I have Will Gluck. Do you know who that is? No. Who is that? I think he's a producer. He is the guy behind the Sydney Sweeney, what's his face, Glenn Powell movie that's everywhere right now. Have you been seeing all the promotion for that? That's the rom-com that's coming out. Yes. Yeah, he also, I think, was behind Easy A. Oh, okay. 
But then he's been in the news lately for the Sydney Sweeney Glenn Powell movie. And he is just like, I follow him on Instagram and he's just like shoving they're like fake showmans down everybody's throat. And I've actually heard somebody, I think on a podcast, say that they were annoyed by him. And I'm like, nobody ever mm. talks about the like random producer that people, people don't usually know their name. I think he's a producer. He might be a writer too. Actually, he might be a director. Anyway, I just have like started to hear his name in the like zeitgeist. And I'm like, this feels weird that people know who he is and are talking about how he's annoying. And I think people are already annoyed by the Sydney Sweeney, Glenn Powell sort of like PR showmance that they've put all over the internet, even though both of them are with people and have confirmed that they're still happily with those people. They're just kind of doing this to promote the movie. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Sydney Sweeney is engaged, has been engaged for years. She was very young. She's, I think she's with um, a like restaurateur guy from, I think, Chicago. Anyway, so I just feel like I would not be surprised if we get some articles with people just like sick of that guy. What is it about filmmakers who are attached to Sydney Sweeney in some way getting canceled. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> What's his name? Sam Levinson, the Euphoria guy. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, would not be the first. Okay, and then last, I don't I don't know why this is coming to me, but I put on here Lin Manuel Miranda. <laughs> <gasps> okay. I know. I don't think he's gonna. I think he is a good guy, and I actually really, really like him. I love watching interviews with him. I don't know. I just get a, a spidey sense that like somebody's gonna get not canceled, but just like really annoyed with him. Huh. I don't know enough about him to like comment on it, but mm. interesting. I actually know a lot about him. I don't know where this is coming from. I must have seen people on TikTok or something saying that they were annoyed by him. Because he's just, his hands are in everything and he's constantly promoting stuff because he's, he does everything. He's like in Disney's pocket now and just writes songs for everything. And I, I don't know. I just like, I wouldn't be surprised if we get a new musical from him or new something from him. So maybe it'll be like a huge positive year for him. But also, I don't know. I just feel like people might be over it. That's interesting. Well, we'll come back and we'll, we'll see <laughs> at the end of next year. <laughs> if you're right. Everybody's obsessed with him again. I just have to say that, you know, these are really good predictions, but we don't want cancellation for anyone. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. But it is interesting to speculate, I think. <laughs> yeah, pure speculations for funds. Because I love watching these videos. For funds. Yeah. <laughs> I love watching, like, <laughs> we were just talking about Girl Boss Town. I love hearing predictions of, like, who's going to do well, who's not going to do well, who's going to blow up, who's going to break up. It's just, like, interesting. Because we like pop culture here. Yeah, like Girl Boss Town saying that Harry Styles was going to shave his head and then nobody believing her and then it coming true. Uh-huh. Insane. Psychic. Yeah, psychic for sure. Okay, let's get into something more fun, which is celeb relationships. So many of them. Well, I think we have to start with... The obvious. And we probably mention it too often. Yeah, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. <laughs> okay, I think Engaged. What do you think? I think everybody thinks that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, totally. I like, I want them to get married, but I also just like, we'll see. We'll see if they can make it through her Eras Tour international leg while he's like playing football over the next couple of months. We'll see. And it's a little quick. It would be quick. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's unlikely, but it's just kind of interesting that she would go from like a six year relationship to being engaged very quickly. Mm -hmm. Here's my hunch. They're both like really big family people. And I think that is like value number one for both of them. Like they're both super close to their parents. 
her parents go to every show. His parents go to all his games. And his brother has little kids. And so I don't know if she wants kids. I actually think she's maybe talked about not wanting kids. But if she does or if they both do, I would not be surprised if they do get married pretty quickly if they want to have kids. Because they're mid-30s and if they feel like this is a good fit and... While his brother's kids are little, I would not be that surprised if that's what he wants, if they want that. And I've been thinking, what is she going to do after the Eras tour? I think she's going to disappear for a little bit. I hope not. I hope not, too. <laughs> but you're probably right. I don't know. I listen to the What I Will Say podcast, and she always says she thinks Taylor's going to come out with 13 studio albums and then do her like first retirement. And that would not surprise me. But that means we have a few. I just can't see her retiring no i think she'll probably be like stevie nicks yeah taylor just like works so hard and i don't think she knows what to do besides write songs and make new music Mm -hmm. agreed let's shut the taylor swift book for now (laughs) (laughs) though we could talk about her for hours yeah let us know if you guys want a bonus episode of just our thoughts all about taylor swift (laughs) as if we don't do that already As if we don't already have one bonus episode on her. (laughs) Okay, I have some predictions for some people that I think will be in public relationships, but I don't know who they're going to be with. Okay. Number one, Billie Eilish. Did you see the whole drama about Billie Eilish that's happening right now with her coming out? Yeah. I have thoughts. We don't need to get into it. I think there's a lot of pop culture people out on the internet with opinions and like choosing sides. Regardless, I I just would not be surprised if... She is publicly with somebody either to like squash the story that's happening right now or to totally lean into it. And maybe she like publicly dates a woman in the new year. I would not be that surprised. Mm -hmm. And I would just like to see it because she was with that much older guy and icky. So they're not together anymore because I didn't like that. Mm -mm, Not together. Good. Someone needed to speak up about that. Like Phineas. What was he doing? He was supportive. They were like posting pictures all together. I don't know. So, yeah, I would love to see her just with anybody age appropriate and like to be able to root for her in a relationship, I think would be really fun this year. Mm -hmm. I like that. Okay, next, Jenna Ortega, our girl. I hope so. Has she ever had a public relationship? I don't know. I don't think so. I was looking it up before this and it just says that like everything I read said that she's single, at least as far as everybody knows. But I would like that because I I hope she has a big year with hopefully Wednesday season two. And I would just, I would love that. I think that'd be fun. And she's going to be in a movie, I think early in 2024 with Martin Freeman. And I think that's going to be big. Mm -hmm. Martin Freeman and her are like an interesting pair. First off, I don't really know what the movie's about, but yeah. Also Olivia Rodrigo. A hundred percent. I think you're right. It's time. Yes. Yes. I want her to be with somebody big, 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 like a la Taylor Swift and Jake Gyllenhaal. Not that relationship. But, like, when she dated him, or even Taylor Lautner, I guess, because I think that was right before, maybe. But, I mean, like, big. I want them to be everywhere. I just love Olivia Rodrigo. I want her to have the year. Who could it be? I don't know. I was trying to think. Who are, like, celebrities that are around her age? Because she's pretty young. The only one that would come to my mind, which would not accomplish this, was Jacob Elordi. Oh, is he around her age? He seems so old to me, but I think you're right. He might be older. No, he might be older. I think he's younger than us. He's like 24, I think. Okay, so that could work. Mm, I just pulled that out of my butt. (laughs) Let me look. I'm going to look it up really quick. Did you know he's Australian? I think I did, but it's something I always forget about. (laughs) I had no idea. 
He is 26. She's 20. Okay. It's not like terrible. No, I don't think that's the one. It's going to, but like, I want huge Marvel level person. Like, Harry Styles, but not Harry Styles for her, just because it would be fun to watch. So, my fingers are crossed. Okay. If you guys have any thoughts on who that could possibly be, let us know. Okay. How do you feel about Zendaya and Tom Holland? I think they're adorable and cute and sweet. How about you? Me too. I have a feeling they might announce that they're engaged this year. Why do I feel like they already are? Like, why do I feel like I've heard this before? Okay, I had that thought of, like, maybe they're just going to come out and say that they're married, that they, like, have been engaged, got married privately. That would not surprise me. But then I was like, I just can't see Zendaya married. (laughs) I don't know why. I feel like she's too cool. (laughs) <laughs> so I'm like, I maybe I could see them getting engaged or like just not even announcing it, just like wearing rings and then being that way forever, just like long term forever partners and like having a kid. Because I know he's mentioned wanting to settle down, which to me, that means kid. I don't know if that's true, but I just would not be that surprised if they like had a baby, ha- like not now, but, you know, just started wearing rings and then we're just like together committed, but not necessarily married publicly. Okay, yeah. I mean, I could totally see that. I think they might just get married. But I I think I like the idea of it being like a secret marriage, like an elopement. Mm -hmm. Yeah, something private. They are so cute together, though. I love them. I know, me too. I love that it's real, because at first I was like, eh, there's Spider-Man movies coming out. And then when he was like, yeah, I'm going to like take a step back from acting. We're going to settle down. We're going to buy a house in England. I was like, no, no, no. And then it happened. It's been years. So Mm -hmm. I'm happy for them. I also just love I've seen a couple like clips of them like coming off a red carpet or something and you can hear what he says to her or he's just like complimenting her or something it's so cute it just feels really genuine and I love it he just seems like a stand-up dude Mm -hmm. and she deserves that so she deserves to be worshipped honestly she's Zendaya absolutely she is okay I have two more one is Margot Robbie I thought she was divorced. I thought she got divorced this year for some reason. I don't know why I thought that. So I think it's going to happen next year. And I would love if she got into a new relationship. I don't think she will publicly, but I think she'll get divorced. I didn't even know she was married. Mm Mm-hmm. I know her husband's name is Tom. I think he's somewhere in filmmaking. Like, he might be a producer or something. And I don't wish that, to be clear. (laughs) I'm not hoping for any divorces over here, but I really thought they were divorced. Like, I thought that they had gotten divorced right before Barbie and all of that this year, but I guess not because I looked it up and it said they're still married. So my theory on that is really unhinged. I think that sometimes when that happens, it's like the Mandela effect and Mm. like it actually did happen in a parallel universe and you crossed over into a different one. So (laughs) (laughs) so I believe your prediction. Right. Okay, and then my last one is John Mulaney and Olivia Munn. I don't know what's going to happen with them, but I think it's going to be something. I don't know if they're going to get engaged or if they're just going to go ahead and get married or if they're going to, like, publicly come out and buy a house together or if they're going to break up. Something, though. Or maybe they're going to have another kid. Something. Yeah, they've been quiet for a while. Like, I honestly didn't know if they were even still together. I kind of didn't think they were until I think in John Mulaney's stand-up, he refers to her as his girlfriend. And I was like, okay, so maybe they are actually together. Not just, like, had a baby. Because I thought they, like, sort of dated, had a baby, and then were just kind of co-parenting. But I follow her on Instagram, 
And she is like the neighborhood mom on Instagram. I love it. She's like constantly posting their baby Malcolm and John and like their family pictures at the beach and stuff. So I think they're very much together or they're just like platonic best, best, besties. That warms my heart to hear because he's had a really challenging past few years. Yeah. I hope they're happy. Yeah. I have a few miscellaneous predictions. If you'll hear me out. Let me hear them. Okay. We said we were closing the Taylor Swift book, but we're cracking that baby back open. I forgot I have one more thing, <laughs> which is, <laughs> I'm so sorry. If you guys don't like Taylor Swift, this is not the episode for you. Um, then, then your prediction is coming true. <laughs> I think her and Olivia Rodrigo, something's going to happen with them. Like publicly? Publicly, yes. Negative or? I don't know. I don't know, because I feel like if they were, if Olivia was willing to bury it, they probably would have already. So I don't, I don't know. But I could also see them like posting a picture together like next year at like a Christmas party or like Olivia's next album release. I don't know. But my hunch, and this is actually what I want to happen. I want Olivia to win the best album Grammy because they're both up for it. Because like... Sophomore albums are so hard and like a lot of times they flop and Taylor won best album for Fearless. And I just like the synchronicity of like if Olivia also won best album on her second record, I think that's cool. And I think that that will make Taylor Swift come unglued, like unhinged. Soul will come out of the body if she loses best album to Olivia. And so I just think something will happen. I don't know if it's I don't know what. Yeah, I just don't see either of them burying this. No. I know it's like alleged whatever is going on between them, but the fact that Sabrina Carpenter was at Taylor Swift's birthday, I know she just did the Eras tour with her, but I feel like the entire time Taylor Swift latching on to Sabrina was to get back at Olivia. I don't know if I'm crazy for that, but... No, I completely agree. I feel like she chose sides. I don't think that Olivia and Sabrina have beef anymore. Like, I don't know. It's been a long time, but... I completely agree. I Yeah. What if this is what gets Taylor canceled? <gasps> what if Olivia is like powerful enough that she sits down for an interview like the same way that Taylor just did with Time, blasting Kim Kardashian years later and just sits down and is like, yeah, this is what actually happened. I don't think she will. I don't think that will happen. But if it did, it would be iconic. Oh. And to me, that is the most cancelable offense that Taylor has ever done. If that's all true... If Taylor personally, not like just her legal team, but like if she personally went after Olivia for writing credits after being so publicly supportive of her because she was threatened and then took half of the money off of Olivia's record or like a couple of her biggest hits, whatever the actual, I don't know, the like legal breakdowns of that. If that's true, which I think it is, that to me is the worst. The worst. It makes me so mad. Yikes. Yeah. And I just don't see it going away. If Taylor can hold on to her beef with Kim and Kanye and Scooter even for all these years, then like Olivia is allowed to hang on to this guy literally forever. And yeah, it's just rough. So it is really interesting how what you're saying is making me see how much Olivia mirrors Taylor's early journey. Mm -hmm. Okay, I love your predictions. I think they're all going to happen. Give me your next one. Okay. Sorry, this has just become my TED talk. (laughs) (laughs) My last one is that I think Greta Gerwig's Narnia is going to flop. Sorry. Sorry. Oh. I know. Why? Because uh, it just feels like such a weird pick after Barbie. 
the genre change, the like fantastical. Now, after Little Women, I could see that shift. But like Little Women to Barbie, Barbie being the hugest, biggest thing to ever happen to then go to a very beloved story that's already been done and that is also so, so different just feels weird to me. And I don't know if I just think it's going to get compared because it's Greta and which is not a fair comparison because they're such different movies. And I just don't think people are going to be about it. Interesting. I don't know if I agree. Maybe. Maybe, but then I think Greta is the perfect person to do Narnia because I think she likes to put religious themes throughout her movies, and she did with Barbie, Mm -hmm. and I think that Narnia already naturally has a ton of religious themes. So I think it'll be interesting to get her take on it, Mm -hmm. but you're right, it is like a huge fan base who's going to care a lot. I want it to be great. And I love Greta. I will watch everything that she does forever for the rest of my life. But I don't know. It just a little bit of it kind of gives me like when Jon Favreau did Lion King. And like it did not flop, but like people didn't love it. People were not like so into it the way that I'm sure Disney and John everybody expected because they're redoing this like huge classic with a big name with a huge cast. And everybody just kind of went, eh, I don't know. At least that was my perspective, like, on social media. That might not have been, like, the real, like, critical reception, but I don't know. It's already getting hype, and they've only just announced that they've attached Greta to it, and so that makes me nervous. Interesting. And I bet it's going to be forever before it comes out, so. Yeah, true. I might not even get it this year. Okay, well, you've been giving awesome predictions because you're good at this. You're the resident pop culture girly here. (laughs) (laughs) I have only one prediction, and that is, well... I guess I have a couple, but this one is my biggest one. I have a prediction for who's going to just blow up next year. And I think you're going to agree with me. Renee Rapp. Yes, for sure. I think her music is going to blow up. I think she's going to blow up because she's Regina in Mean Girls. And I'm so excited. And I would love, okay, this is my dream. SNL hosted by Tina Fey with musical guest Renee Rapp. Love. This is Editing Jenny just popping in to say that this was recorded before it was announced that in January, Renee Rapp is going to be the musical guest on SNL with Jacob Elordi hosting. So I was half right with my prediction, but Tina Fey and Renee would have been perfect, right? Okay, anyway, back to the episode. I would also not be surprised Yeah. around the time that Mean Girls comes out because like SNL is Tina's home and she's going to want to be promoting the movie. So that would be lovely. And Renee will crush. I agree. It's crazy how much Renee has already become so much more mainstream than she was like a couple of years ago when I feel like we became obsessed with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. I'm so ready for it. She's awesome. She's so talented. And I'm really excited for her music to blow up because I want 100 more albums from her. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I love her. Similarly, I'm not even going to explain these. I'm just going to list them. I have some girlies that I think are going to have a big moment this year. And to me, that means like, I hope they get cast in something really big or even we know that they're some of these are obvious, like we know they're going to be in something big and I think they're going to be everywhere and everyone's going to be obsessed with them. Aquafina, She's been huge, obviously, at least especially for the last couple of years. But I just like she's been a lot of really incredible side characters and a lot of stuff. And I'm like ready for her to have leading lady, you know, give me like a big, big comedy where she is the one, you know. And she's so good in The Farewell. So good. I will say she was like semi-canceled like 
I don't know. Recently, I think. So I'd be curious if she. Yeah. Oh, I did. I completely missed that. But I would love to see her in a big, big movie. Mm -hmm. I loved her in Shang-Chi. If you saw that Marvel movie, she was so good. But it also like the best friend. She was like a pseudo lead in that movie, but like she's not the superhero. So like, I don't know if she's going to come back. And I, yeah, I just, I really like her. I think she's hilarious. But I didn't know about this. So I'm going to have to look into that. Okay, number two, Lizzie Kaplan, a.k.a. Janice Ian from Mean Girls original. Okay, I hope so. She was just in Fleischman is in Trouble, and I think I just saw her in something else, too, that is new. So I'm like, okay, we're having a resurgence, but it doesn't feel like it's hit the mainstream. Like, not everybody knows her name. People recognize her, but, like, I don't think she has a huge, strong fan base right now, and I hope she does. I hope she gets cast as a lead in something, because I love her. She's such a good actor. And I just would like to see more of her. Love it. Number three, Ali Wong. Love. Love her. She was the lead in Beef. I just think she's going to continue to grow. Number four, Jenna Ortega. Obviously, I think she's going to be the girl of the moment next year. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. Five, Megan Fahey, who played Daphne in White Lotus. Mm-hmm. I knew her from The Bold Type. And like the way that just even her like Instagram has changed from The Bold Type to White Lotus to now and like parties she's going to and the awards shows she's going to i'm like okay i think she is we're gonna see her in some big things next year i'm cool with that i love that rachel zeigler zeigler love we know that we already know that's coming she's gonna be snow white the snow white thing did that already happen or am i crazy no she i think was did it i don't think so i think she was just announced that she was going to be in it and then she did an interview where people were like congratulating her or something and people didn't like her response Mm-hmm. And then she was like pseudo canceled and then everybody forgot. And now she's big again because of the Hunger Games. Yeah. And now everyone's realizing she's adorable and wonderful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Emma Stone is suddenly in everything again, which I love so much. Mm-hmm. And I was going to say Jennifer Lawrence, but I'm going with Emma Stone instead because to me, they're very similar and they're in the same age group. And not that they can't both be huge, but I've seen Emma Stone do a bunch of press which I love. Like I've like seen quotes from her randomly on social media from recent interviews. And I feel like Jennifer Lawrence is done with that and is like not super interested in doing a lot of interviews now, which is totally fine. So I think we'll still see Jennifer Lawrence, but I think Emma Stone, because of the PR around her, will we'll get a little bit more of her next year. Okay, cool. I threw a name in the hat. Julia Fox. Mm, love. Do you love her? I am obsessed with her. I like her. Okay. Like it's full blown obsession for me. I love her. I'm reading her memoir right now and it's really, really interesting and well-written and I think she wrote it herself. So I think she's just going to be in more stuff. I think hopefully people appreciate her more. I don't know. We'll see what happens, but Julia Fox. Love that. Okay. I have a quick game. Okay. I'm so excited. Let me pull it up. We haven't done a game in a while on the podcast. I know. It's not even really a game, but they, they never are. This is going to be fun <laughs> for me. <laughs> okay. The game is who's going to win the Emmy. And there's two main categories of which I think you've seen all the shows or most of the shows. And so I want to get your opinion of who you think is going to win. And then we will revisit after the Emmys actually happen. Okay. Category number one is outstanding comedy series in 2023. Here are the nominees. Oh, I feel like I'm on the Emmys. <laughs> Abbott Elementary. So good. Barry. Jury Duty, Only Murders in the Building, Ted Lasso, The Bear, 
The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and Wednesday. Ooh, what a lineup. Hold on, I gotta narrow it down. Jury Duty, Abbott Elementary, The Bear, and Wednesday are my top... No, not Wednesday. Get rid of that one. Uh, (laughs) I think The Bear. Yeah, I haven't even seen it except for the first episode, but I think The Bear. Really? Oh, it's really good. Yeah, it's been huge this year, so I would not be surprised if they win. Although I'm kind of surprised that it's in the comedy category. Mm, Okay, well, actually, if you say comedy, that kind of makes me think maybe jury duty, actually. But we'll see. What do you think? I might go Ted Lasso. Okay. Has it won any Emmys? Yeah, I think it has. At least I know some of the cast has, and this was their last season. So I could see that. Although I did not like the last season. Yeah. Nothing will, nothing compares to the first season of that show. Mm mm. Okay, the next category is Outstanding Drama Series in 2023. The nominees are Andor, Star Wars. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. Better Call Saul, Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon, Succession, The Crown, The Last of Us, The White Lotus, Yellow Jackets. Oh my gosh, that is so hard. I know. Stacked. Well, of the ones I've seen, my top would be The Last of Us and House of the Dragon. Wait, what were the last two you said? Last three? Uh, The last three were The Last of Us, The White Lotus, and Yellow Jackets. White Lotus was good, too. And then I think a lot of people love Succession, but I've never seen it, so... And it was the last season of Succession, also. And the last season of The Crown. And The Crown always sweeps at the Emmys, so... I'm gonna go with my gut, slash what I really want it to be. The Last of Us. Mm -hmm. How about you? Same. Really? Yep. I totally think it's gonna be that. I think it was so good, and everybody was so obsessed with it. I wouldn't be surprised if they give it to The Crown, because this is the last season of The Crown, and I'm watching it right now. It's really, really good. And the Emmys loves The Crown. Like, every year it sweeps, I feel like. But I think it's going to be The Last of Us. I hope so. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was the game. <laughs> I loved it. That was so fun. Okay, I'm so excited to see if we're right. Yeah. Last thing on the Emmys before we move on. As I was looking through the categories, because I hadn't really taken a second to do that yet, there were two people that I was like, huh, I'm kind of surprised they're not there. One is Selena Gomez for Only Murders in the Building because she is snubbed every year. And by snubbed, honestly, I don't know that her acting is a thousand percent most incredible ever in Only Murders in the Building, but it makes me sad because they nominate Steve Martin and Martin Short every year for lead in a or like leading actor and they don't nominate her. And she is nominated for the Golden Globe this year. So I was like, oh, maybe she will also get the Emmy nom, and she didn't. Interesting. And then the other one is John Mulaney's newish comedy special, Baby J, was not in the, whatever it's called, live variety special or whatever that category is called. I was kind of surprised that he wasn't in there. Wait, I'm shocked because you and I both saw that live, mm-hmm. not when it was recorded for Netflix, but... I watched it again when it came on to Netflix, and it's so good. John Mulaney is just one of my favorite comedians. Me too. I think he's so funny. Who was nominated? The only comedy special that was even in that category, I'm pretty sure, was the Chris Rock one. Okay, I haven't seen it. I don't know. I haven't either. And then I did like Rihanna's Super Bowl show was nominated, which, yes, I agree. Yeah, Yeah. I agree. Mm -hmm. But I was surprised there were not more comedy specials, and especially I feel like there were a lot of 
like women comedians that came out with specials this year that were really good and none of them. So hmm. do they normally have a lot of comedy specials on there or no? Because I don't even know. I thought so. Or I, I thought at least they usually have a couple because I'm pretty sure Seth Meyers won for Lobby Baby. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if John Mulaney won for one of his earlier specials. So for only the Chris Rock one to be nominated was kind of surprising. Honestly, I don't pay that close attention, so I'm not sure what's normal. It seemed like not as many as I would have thought. Hmm. That is interesting. Yeah. So what movies are you looking forward to in 2024? Mean Girls, for sure. That's probably my most anticipated. And it's coming quick. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. I hope it does well, and I hope people like it. I'm a little nervous based on the reception of the preview. I feel like I saw really mixed opinions on the preview and I kind of agreed <laughs> so yeah I'm interested but I hope it does well because I love Renee Rapp and I love Mean Girls so I hope it crushes but I feel nervous I'm nervous too and I've heard people talking about how modern the outfits are and how they're going to be like very untrendy untrendy is that a word I feel like in the original Mean Girls one of the best things about that movie is like the outfits still age well mm-hmm I totally agree. I saw a bunch of that feedback too, and it hurts me. I'm hopeful that it's just that one scene where they're like walking out in front of the school, like, you know, the poster that they're using where Renee Rapp is in that Mm -hmm. like corset mesh shirt with the baggy cargo pants, because that's so not what we know Regina George as, even like musical Regina George as, and it just feels like they're trying hard to make it like very Gen Z and cool, and like, that's not cool to like try that hard so yeah, that, that makes me nervous but I'm hopeful that it's just that scene because I saw another snippet of the plastics in a different outfit and they were much more similar to the original movie so oh good we'll see what are you looking forward to mm, I'm ready to see Dune part two because that should have already come out and I'm annoyed that it hasn't so mm-hmm. I'm ready for that <laughs> my nerd is showing here but the Avatar movie is coming out Avatar the last airbender that is Did you care about that show at all? No. I love that show. It is one of the best shows to me ever in the whole entire world. And they made a live action movie before and it did terribly and it's like a joke. So I really hope that this one does the franchise some justice. Totally. I'm also really looking forward to Inside Out 2. I can't wait. The preview looks so cute. I don't know if you've seen the preview, but... The concept is the girl from Inside Out 1 is becoming a teenager. So there's a bunch of new emotions that are moving in. (laughs) And I can't wait. I think it's going to be so funny. That's cute. Is it bad, though, that, like, I don't want it? I don't want it. Why? It's been so long since Inside Out. Mm -hmm. It's just been too long. And I'm like, get, like, a better idea. Get something new. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. That's so rude of me. I know. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I understand. And did you watch Soul? Yeah. Okay. That felt sort of like the newer iteration of like that type of movie. And honestly, okay, hot take. Inside Out is not my favorite. I thought it was good, but like did not. I feel like people just like fall head over heels for that movie. And it's like a lot of people's favorite Pixar movie. And I don't agree. Mm -hmm. But this one looks like it's going to be a little funnier. Okay. So I hope so. I hope so too. I'll see it anyway. I don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll give it a chance. And then I don't know if you care about Mad Max at all. It's been so long since I've seen that movie, but Furiosa is coming out, which is like a prequel 
to Mad Max, and your twin, Anya Taylor-Joy, is the lead in it. Cool. So I think that's going to be huge, and I'm very excited to see it, actually. Cool. Okay, what about shows? Any shows you're super excited about? Wednesday, season two. Is that coming out this year? Next year? I don't know. I hope so. I think it is. I hope so, too. I'm curious. I hope they do a good job. Um, And then Severance season two, I'm very excited about. How about you? I didn't realize there wasn't a season two of that. No, but mm. I'm ready. I'm so ready. Yeah. Um, White Lotus season three. I hope we get that this year. I think we will. I think the last two seasons were back to back years. So I hope we get that this year. I don't think it takes them that long to film it either. And mm-hmm. they do it like in one location. So that's true. Yes, it was a COVID developed show in the first place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think Mike White is the only one that writes it, I think. So if he's got it, then it could happen quickly, I think. And he came out and said that this season, I think, is going to be longer and, like, quote, bigger and better. I don't know what that means exactly, but I'm looking forward to it. Wait, what a, like, confident thing to say. Because it's, like, hard to beat something that's already good. So for you to be like, it's going to be bigger and better. It's like, is it? I hope <laughs> I <know>. so. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm excited, though, because I think it's this season, I think, is going to have to do with death. So I'm excited. Because I think every season has, like, very specific themes and anyway i think it's gonna be really good okay i'm excited yeah bridgerton season three is coming out i don't know if you're a bridgerton girl i'm a bridgerton girl and one of my favorite characters is the lead of this season there's like a new lead within the cast of each season like each season is about one of the bridgertons and one of my favorite characters is gonna be a big part of the season so i'm excited who's the actor it's um is it nicola yes I love her because I love Dairy Girls. So yeah. maybe I'll catch up on Bridgerton. Yeah. <laughs> Just for her. She's, yeah. She's uh, my favorite part of that show. So, And then Beef Season 2. I hope we get a Beef Season 2. And I hope it's good. I wanted that to just be a limited series, and I actually remember being disappointed with the ending. No spoilers or anything, but I'd be okay if there wasn't a Season 2, I think. Mm. And that might be a hot take, but... I, okay, here's my thoughts, because it was originally supposed to be just like a limited series, no sequel, and then when it did so well, originally, I think before it exploded, the creator of the show said he would be interested in doing a season two, but only if it was an anthology, so kind of like American Horror Story, where they start like a new story. Ooh, okay. Which I would love. Unfortunately, I think he took that back, I think when it exploded, he was like, yeah, I think there's a lot of places these two characters could go. And similar to you, Brian and I were like, no, we finished this. I don't need there to be more of this story just for the sake of it did well. Yeah. So I hope that he takes that back and like goes back to the anthology idea because I think an entire series where every season is a different, really good story about people having beef would be really good. I love that idea. Yeah. Hmm. We'll see. And then finally, I really hope that The Last of Us season two comes out, but I saw that it probably won't come out till 2025, which makes me sad. 2025 is so long. I know, but with the strikes and everything, I think everything has just been delayed, so. Yeah, that's true. Well, it's going to be a good year. That got me really excited. I'm so excited. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) We'll do, when this episode comes out, we will do a bunch of polls on Instagram. So everybody go over there. It's at what we're watching pod. I really want to hear what you guys loved the most about this year, what your favorite episode was also for our benefit so we can plan episodes that you guys will like. And then also what you're going to watch in 2024 because we got a lot of good stuff coming. 
Yeah, anything we missed, any predictions that you have, we want to hear them. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Thank you so much for listening to us ramble about pop culture stuff. And for listening for the last almost six months. This has been so fun for us, and I feel like we're just getting started, and we appreciate you so much. Yeah, if you're feeling extra generous, please leave us a five-star rating and review. We would really appreciate it. It helps us a lot. Mm-hmm. And we just love hearing from you guys. Like, I love whenever we get messages from you guys or you comment on our posts and tell us what you think about all the pop culture things happening, all the TV and movie shows coming out. It, it makes our day. So thanks. Yeah, thank you so much. We appreciate you. And we'll see you in 2024. Yeah, we're doing the episode that you guys voted on over on Instagram. We're covering When Harry Met Sally next week to ring in the new year. Get prepped. Watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, happy new year and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.